cowboy place, ain't no time like a cowboy time. Ain't no way like the cowboy way, have a cowboy kind of day, yeah. Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at Roy's, ain't no way you're going wrong. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. This is a semi-weekly progressive political and atheist-filled podcast based in the state where our biggest claim to fame is fry sauce. And for those of you who don't know what that is, that's um, that's a bunch of ketchup mixed with mayonnaise. Sometimes like relish or barbecue sauce might be in there too. Eh, whatever, I'm not a condiment person, so I don't care. So if you haven't guessed, yeah, this is a podcast from the state of Utah. This is episode number 112, and if you're a new listener and you have no idea what you just downloaded, let me put your mind at ease. I'm your host, X, and joining me on this episode this week are, uh, oh, it is Kyle Steenblick, except uh, he's off in the bathroom right now. Ah, uh-huh. so I get to talk all sorts of smack. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not going to be doing that. So we've got a whole bunch of stuff for you guys to consume this week. But before we do so, I always like to give the show a quick break uh, to hear from one of our podcasting buddies. So here we go. Hey y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm gonna learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff. Teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. Why is everybody being so unfair to nice Gwyneth Paltrow? Oh, fucking <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. God damn it. Uh, for those that might not know who Gwyneth Paltrow is, she's Pepper Potts from the Iron Man universe. She was, uh, I'm just playing it out there for people that might not know. I don't, there's gotta be somebody that's like, who? Be like, she was the fat chick on Shallow Hal, but she wasn't fat. So that's more offensive than anything that they had got a fat suited yeah. person to do that. Anyway. She's sick and tired of all these skeptics and doctors and experts and people with scientific knowledge coming and raining on her woo parade. (laughs) This comes from uh, Robin Panakia. I can't remember where I got this article from, uh, from Pathios from the Friendly Atheist. It's uh, uh, they he has people subletting on his channel now. Uh, Barely a week after going full Alex Jones and publishing an article called Does the Illuminati Still Exist? Goop, the website that what? she owns, yeah, there she's gone full Alex Jones, man. Uh, Goop has issued a missive decrying those who are less than impressed with the medical advice the site has been doling out. In particular, they are taking issue with Dr. Jen Gunter, the gynecologist who so often debunks all of the bunk that they're hustling. Uh, the team from Goop claims that they are simply presenting an alternative to women who are seeking them. No. That, they, that they're having a, quote, conversation, you know, as one does while pointing seemingly magic, uh, pointing to seemingly magical products on a website. Interesting, though, that this is the exact same excuse Alex Jones uses for why he keeps promoting conspiracy theories. And so here you go. Here's what they say on their website. We always welcome conversation. That's at the core of what we're trying to do. What we don't welcome is the idea that questions are not okay. Being dismissive of diff- of discourse, of questions of patience, of practices that women might find empowering or healing, or daring to poke at a long-held belief, seems to be the most dangerous practice of all. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, that does not make you a good skeptic saying that kind of line. Nope, not at all. So what they want to say is that they, they asking questions is fine, but you have to ask the right questions. 
And then you have to question the answers that you get, which is exactly what Dr. Gunner has been doing with her goop debunkings. The article goes on to explain that dismissing magic vagina eggs is just as bad as believing in female hysteria and that smoking isn't bad for you. Literally, it says this in the fucking article. Where would we be if we all still believed in female hysteria instead of orgasm equally or orgasm equality? Sorry. That smoking didn't cause lung cancer if every nutritionist today saw the original food pyramid as gospel. Mm. The fuck? There are scientific no, things I'm that just... we've learned from. We've learned uh... from them. <laughs> so, fuck. this is all bullshit, of course. Those ideas were not promoted by snake oil merchants, but by science and by reason. <laughs> Look, Gwyneth Paltrow is a fine actress. She's the, she might we you might even you might even say she's a good actress, but I don't. She has a platform and she's choosing to use it in the wor- one of the worst possible ways. Yeah, peddling bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but fuck. Even so if the- it's bullshit, she believes it's still bad. Ah, oh, <laughs> god damn it. Okay, so Dr. Gunner, um, which they're mad about, which will claim uh, to be a regular thing, also features two doctors who have been consulted for previous Goop articles uh, firing back at the other doctor for daring to question the advice they are doling out for for saying, hey, they, may, they that might not actually do the thing that it says it does. So Dr. Stephen Gundry is one of the doctors that comes in the Goop articles, and he's like your Dr. Oz. Oh, fuck. And so... This person's mad. Dr. Stephen Gundry's mad because the the other doctor dared to use the word fuck in one of her blog posts. It says, <laughs> first, Dr. Gunter, I have been in academic medicine for 40 years and up until your posting have never seen a medical discussion start or end with the F-bomb. Don't call it the F-bomb. Don't call it the F-bomb. It's not the F-bomb. It's a word. A very wise professor. It's, it's a very versatile word. A very oh. wise professor of surgery at the University of Michigan once instructed me to never write anything that my mother or child wouldn't be proud to read. I hope, for the sake of your mother and child, that rereading of your article fails his test and that following his sage advice that you will remove it. Tone policing, huh? That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But since Look, you didn't even do I, a s- simple Google search of me before opening your mouth, let me give you a brief history. I have published over 300 papers, chapters, and abstracts on my research in peer-reviewed journals, and have presented over 500 papers at peer-reviewed academic meetings. Can you say neat? fallacy much? You know? I don't care. <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, is that Dr. Oz has similar credentials to this guy. <laughs> And also, the, the person that wrote the article points out here, while we're at it, just because Answers in Genesis has scientists with PhDs on staff doesn't mean that we should accept creationism. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't matter. doesn't do anybody any... And it just goes fucking off, stop. <laughs> it goes off into this like deep tangent because the guy's trying to say uh, that lectins that are in like tomatoes and peppers and stuff are bad for you. And they're talking about how come for thousands of years, uh, you can everybody's always like taking the skins off the peppers and made sure there's no seeds in them and all this other stuff. And it's like, yeah, because everybody wants kind of a uniform texture, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, so it, it just goes off into the stuff. But uh, if you're wondering what Dr. Gunner said to earn his ire, here it is. Uh, from tampons to tomatoes to toxic lube, your website is a scare factory. Literally, it's either made up often poorly but with liberal use of the word toxin, or someone's hypothesis with little or no supporting data. Tampons are not vaginal death sticks. Vegetables with lectins are not killing us. Vaginas don't need steaming. And Epstein-Barr virus does not cause every thyroid disease. And for fuck's sake, no one needs to know that their latex farmer, what they need to know is the only thing between them and HIV or gonorrhea is a few millimeters of latex, so glove that shit up. <laughs> Here's a game, a game pro tip for you. If you're writing a sex post, use an expert who actually knows what the 
knows that the WHO has guidelines on lubricants. Your post on lubes is so bad, it's a joke. So Goop has just been, has earned the ire of, of Dr. Gunner. So it's yeah, just, it's just funny that, that he, she is so mad at fucking Goop, especially with the jade eggs going up the vaginas and, you know, Gwyneth's like, uh-huh. I, I put steam in my vagina. That just, that cures all of everything and it just gets the toxins out. <laughs> no, it doesn't get the toxins out. It, burns you yes yes (laughs) it will sterilize things but you'll also burn burn it's fucking steam it's hot it's over 212 degrees hot damn it all right so the thing the thing with goop and this is the article here it says that it isn't just paltrow's team pushing dumb health advice it's that they're also pushing very expensive dumb health advice which they turn profit in from those magic jade eggs that you shove up your vagina, it costs $66. They're basically taking advantage of women who want a quick fix to their health and sex problems, and sadly, they're never going to find it through vaginal steaming, avoiding gluten, and saying no to lectins. There's a belief among woo enthusiasts that it's unfair and unkind to question the products they peddle. After all, maybe they do make some people feel better, or maybe those people just enjoy them, and how dare we take that away from them? But if you're going to laud just asking questions about these practices, then you have to be open to people just asking questions about whether they work or whether they're not even safe. So well stated there. But yeah, don't go to goop.com because it is a fucking horror show. (laughs) It is a horror show. And goddammit, questions go both ways. If you're going to ask questions about current and tested (laughs) medical knowledge and practice, we get to question what you say. That's the way it works. And you don't get to ang- you don't get to be angry about that. That's just so fuck you for being terrible <laughs> skeptics. Let's see. Let's let's look at some of the stuff that they have for sale here. Let's look at their Oh uh, no, no. Uh, their makeup. Makeup's it. already expensive, but they have some Fucking... <laughs> they have some expensive as shit foundation for like fifty dollars. It's like Oh, makeup did Foundation does not need to be expensive. <laughs> oh wait, here's under wellness. Let's look at the have under wellness real quick. Oh, while I'm why am I fearing so feeling so effing tired? And it's it's a set of pills that you get to take. So she's gone, Alex Jones here. Where like, here you buy these goop pills and we'll make you feel better. And they're ninety dollars. <laughs> Fuck man. Uh, and there's essential oils and there's energy clear. Uh. Check this out, energy clearing kit. and it comes with a a bundle of white California sage which you can Uh find in Utah as well you can just go find some sage and it's usually pretty dry already one piece of Palo Santo I have no idea what Palo Santo is one smudge bowl one feather fan one ounce of monk oil and one shungite stone, which I have no idea what the fuck that is. But let's see. Uh, Palo Santo is a sacred wood that grows on the coast of Cal- of South America. Big deal. Smudge bowl. Feather cares about that. Potion created by the founders of NYC-based monk oil. This hydrating blend potion for your skin combines essential oils, whatever. And shungite is a healing stone that can do everything from purify water... Yes, drop that into some no. lake water and then drink up, Gwyneth. Go ahead and do that. Or detox the body from EMFs. Isn't that a group from the EMFs? 90s? Fuck, Unbelievable. I love them. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> oh, no, that's somebody else. Never mind. Oh, hang on. It is, sh- it is sourced by a shaman for us from Karelia, Russia, the only place it's found and contains the miraculous carbon molecules, fullerenes, which are not that, <laughs> they're not that unique. <laughs> Corellia? Oh, man. That's like where Han Solo's from. But fuck yeah. <laughs> Is this, if they would make this and sell it to geeks, it'd be like, you can definitely do the, do the Kessel Run in 22 parsecs. <laughs> 22? Fucking 12, man. <laughs> well, you can't beat the master. <laughs> I can do it in 14. And that's sl- all I can do. 
I love that the geeks out there have made it so it works too. They're like, oh yeah, it's meant about distance, you know, because you go around all of these different terrible things that could tear up your ship, and it's like you can't just admit that George Lucas had no idea what a parsec was, and you know. <laughs> anyway, don't go to goop.com because it's a bunch of bullshit. Two hundred dollars for this thing, fucking hell. We're in the wrong business. <laughs> no kidding. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron? You're not getting the entire show each week. It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. Welcome back to the Geekery. This time we're going to be talking about a topic that is sure to piss off a lot of people everywhere just because uh, we suggest that other people, you know, simply exist. And this comes to us mainly because of the announcement this week on the BBC that the 13th Doctor is a woman. Oh, That's right. no, not not a woman. Jodie Whittaker has been picked as the series lead to replace Peter Capaldi in the what season is this now, Kyle? Do you know? Um, it depends on, it depends on where when you, you start count. counting. Let's start counting at Eccleston. There you go. How about that one? If you start, if you start counting there from, oh, I think, was that 2000? I think that was 2005. If you start counting from there, it, we are Steadily on every season, year. <laughs> we're on season 10 now. So this'll be 11. Yeah. 11 seasons, which doesn't translate into years. Not quite. Uh, they they rebooted in two thousand five. So, oh, and I love Chris Eccleston too. Fuck, do your <laughs> do your own math. God damn it, <laughs> he's drunk. <laughs> so, this announcement came out of uh, came out. There were assorted gasps and cheers and applause heard around the world because, yeah. However, there was a small yet vocal contingent of assholes that were not going to be calling Broflakes anymore because instead they'll be known as Dudleys or Dudders. For the, the fact that if they're complaining about having one less male protagonist in their media. And you might be wondering Look, where that joke comes from, but do you remember on uh, the first Harry Potter when yeah. Dudley Dursley is pissed off because he has one less present than he had the year before? There's 36. Mm -hmm. I counted them myself. 36! Last year there were 37! You remember? Well, some of them are much larger. Doesn't matter how but... large they are, father! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've had, you've had, if you, if you count correctly, you have had 14 different actors play the doctor. Yeah. Now number 15 is a woman. How dare they? How dare you? <laughs> Look, even if, you, even if you account for the fact that every time he regenerates, maybe it's a 50-50 chance and he doesn't get to choose, but he does get to choose. But this time he chose to be a woman. And I think it's funny that they should have went with a double whammy here and made her a ginger. <laughs> should have been the ginger woman. Because <laughs> if anybody knows the doctor, you know that he's had his heart set on being a ginger for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but as a woman, Gallifrey, and I think he's they're going to enjoy the ride. I mean, the master came back as a woman before and nobody bitched yeah. about it then. So, so no. why do all the dudes care so fucking much i don't know 
I honestly don't know. So we're going to speculate our asses off as to why we think so. So Kyle is the resident Whovian, and that's not to slight Felicia in any way or myself, um, who I know is a hell of a fan. But Kyle himself has hosted panels on this shit before. So anyway, tell us what you think about this, Kyle. What I, I'm excited as fuck that she's going to be taking the role because I'm like, the character development they can finally do. You know, they can actually. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, I mean first, first off, she's she's an amazing actress she's fantastic watch broad church people fucking hell. oh god what damn. a show damn <laughs> <can> that show <laughs> don't okay don't watch broad church if you value things like sleep <laughs> <laughs> because that show destroyed any chance of it i no i i i had the only reason i stopped watching season one was because i would fall asleep on the couch <laughs> that was that was it i just kept fucking going yes next please until i was done now fox brought it over to the to the united states and they called it grace point and they just did the first season and they put like a it little was, bit of a different twist it was shite compared to what you'd yeah, had in no it was absolute shit <laughs> it was a steaming pile of dog shit even though you had david Tennant, but the thing is even just watching it on fox it was still like dragged you into it because you wanted to yeah, know yeah no it did <laughs> but... but anyway we're we're, no. we're getting off the point is that right. she's a hell oh, of a yeah. fucking actress <laughs> she is she she is an absolute phenomenal actress and of course she can carry the part uh that's not in i'm not concerned at all about that the fact the fact that we have needed uh, a change in in some way we needed this part this part needs to be played needed to be played by somebody who is not a white dude for for a good time now that's racist that's sexist how dare you say it oh, yeah God. it is but fuck dude Hand the reins over to somebody. Make the show look different. I'm excited that we might have a. No, there there wouldn't be another. Maybe they would do a female companion. I don't know. What's who's the who's the doctor? I don't know. Is it a female or a male? Right now, there is no companion for this season. Ah, okay. Right, because they they killed the the current companion, Bill. Um, they Spoilers. killed off. Spoilers. Right. Spoilers, they killed Bill. <laughs> Which, I mean, one, it pisses me off because she was a fantastic character. <laughs> oh my god, she was fantastic. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm pissed off that we don't get more of her. Um, but she was, aside from Captain Jack, who was omnisexual. Good lord. Uh, she was she was the first she was the first actual gay character. Barrowman. Gay oh, I, I would lick Barrowman if you'd let me. <laughs> and I'm pretty goddamn but, straight, but I would no, lick him so work. much. <laughs> I plan I I will get to that. After September, we'll get to that. <laughs> I'm gonna hold that one off. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I don't know why there's a lot of people that ha have the biggest problem with uh, someone of a different race or different sex taking over parts that existed before. I don't. I, it's not something I understand. I just don't understand it. I, I see it as an opportunity like, ooh, something different, right. something new. The only, the, only thing, the only thing amusing to me right now is the fact that Every time you get a new doctor, the the audience and the fans throw an absolute fit. <laughs> I know everybody. everybody. I, I think the last <laughs> time people were so bent out of shape was when Matt Smith called it quits because they're like, we love yeah. Matt Smith. But everybody hated Matt Smith at first. They fucking hated him. They did. They hated him. <laughs> He's too young to be the doctor. He's too goofy looking to be the doctor. And then they love and then they loved him. 
And then Capaldi came in. Oh, he's too old. old. (laughs) No, can't do it. And now, I mean, not everybody, but fuck. Nobody complained about John Hurt. God damn it. The war doctor. For for those that might be following that, at least. (laughs) I haven't complained about any of them. No. Because my only complaint is I loved Capaldi as the doctor and I would be okay if we had another 13 seasons with him. It's great. But, but, but he's fantastic. And I, I fully understand Uh, his primary reason for leaving. uh, What he said is I want, I want to leave this show while I still love it. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) is that a dig at Stephen Moffat? I wonder. Uh, maybe a little <laughs> bit. No, I I think that's more a dig at the BBC. Yeah, the fact that their production schedule is hard. Yeah, and uh, did you see that they were re- releasing the the pay schedules for a lot of the people that work for the BBC? Since it should be yeah. public information, and mm-hmm. people want to tell us there's no such thing as a wage gap. <laughs> oh, there is a wage gap. Of course, there is. <laughs> God damn it. Hmm. All right, so I, I brought up a whole bunch of other they took our jobs kind of discussion list here. It's a short <laughs> list, so of characters that they've either gender swapped or race swapped, and that have been amazing. In the Iron Man comics, uh, the the focus of Tony Stark has been replaced and you know put on Riri Williams, and the fandom got pissed off because we can't possibly have this young, positive black female character. You know, taking the limelight away from rich alcoholic asshole playboy Tony Stark, you know. <laughs> right. The character's fantastic. She's a great She's, character. It is. And it's a good story. It's a good comic. Read yeah. it. Also in uh Marvel comics, and this is what I would hope to happen in the movies, but I don't think Marvel's gonna go there since we know that Bucky's been signed for an extra couple of movies. Uh, Sam becoming Captain America for a while. If you're going to go into Infinity War and think that Captain America is going to make it out of there okay, you're... I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just, I don't know. His his contracts well, are up. And... The movie the movies are entirely different. Um, well, and here's the thing. Here's the thing is that there's the there's a thing in play in the Infinity War movie coming out. And like I said, he like you just said, Kyle, the movies and the comic book are completely different things. But those of us that have been around comic books long enough in our lifetimes know that every couple of years, both DC and Marvel make big happenings happen that makes it so they can retcon and redo mm-hmm. a lot of shit over again to sell you the same story over and over again. Slightly different, right. but the same right. story. So with them bringing is, in this but- giant MacGuffin of the fucking mm-hmm. infinity gauntlet that can mm-hmm. essentially do anything. <laughs> right. It can, it can rewrite, it can, it, it can, can rearrange history. Yeah. Right. But they've also Marvel, Marvel studios has been very, very good. Um, once they figured out that people were, uh, discerning plot points. Yeah. From, from, uh, reports of who's on set. Yeah. Which they they can't do shit about reporting which actors show up in cities <laughs> yeah. where they're filming. They can't do shit about that. They they also can't do shit about the release of contracts. Because mm-hmm. it's public knowledge kind of stuff. Right. So they have been actually putting they have been putting actors on contract to just say how many films they not that they're going to perform in yeah but that their characters may appear in or be referenced in okay so back to the point is that i was right. trying to get to before i went <laughs> off on my own blueberry trail there is that i hope that sam you know falcon takes over as captain america after his after he goes somewhere because it did that in the comic books for a little while and fans were fucking pissed about that because you can't make the fans happy just about ever. <laughs> right. You can't make fans happy ever, but at this point it is pretty apparent that um Steve Rogers is no longer Captain America. Yeah, whether that be 
him just being a criminal and running away mm -hmm. or you know they kind of they referenced that mm -hmm. a little bit in what we got recently with uh uh spider-man so right which we should have really done a spider-man review this week but we will get it <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that if we, if we have time so uh let's see who else we was should. pissed off yeah. about that oh idris elba playing heimdall in the yeah. thor movies holy shit yeah <laughs> You would have thought that somebody <laughs> spit in the eye of Thor, you know, or the 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 only good working eye of Odin in that mm -hmm. case, and when that happened, because they're like, no, Heimdall has to be white because he's Scandinavian. He's like, he's an alien Asgardian. <laughs> it has nothing right. to do with your earthly bound <laughs> bullshit. Look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Idris Elba can play any character ever. Yeah. Period. I'm. It doesn't matter. I'm if very, you cast him as something, it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait to see him in the Gunslinger playing Roland Deschain as the Gunslinger could, himself. Yeah. No. Fuck. They could re. They could remake. They could remake Gone with the Wind and cast Idris Elba as Scarlett O'Hara, and it would still be fantastic. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> he <There>. can do it. <laughs> All right. How about Starbuck? From the first Battlestar Galactica. Uh, oh, versus... no, let's forget. Let's forget about that. Stephen yeah. ha what, Stephen Hatch? Was that his name? I can't remember. I think it was. Rich Richard Hatch. Even... Richard Hatch. No, oh, no I that, don't. That's, that's don't, the millionaire yeah. guy. That's the millionaire guy from Survivor. Yeah, uh, I, do, I, don't, I don't even remember who the anyway, original Starbuck was. Who the, but, who the fuck cares yeah. about him? Because we had the good Starbuck, and her name was Kara Thrace. <laughs> she yeah. was fucking no, she amazing. Was even yeah, though she it, was the fantastic. series... Just, even, just got, don't watch just don't watch the end of the series really mm -hmm. just stop watching the 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 season before it ended just where she disappeared into the storm kind of thing or wherever right. it was where she once went away that, once starbucks gone stop watching yeah but i was glad to get some finality with it but the, that was like right about the time that they were saying who are the final five cylons kind of thing and they come to find out who they were, and everybody that watched it at home, either you bought it or you went, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the chief this whole time, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> or uh, <laughs> Ty? No, no way. They took my eye. <laughs> all right, let's see. What else do I have on my fun little list here of painful shit that everybody's all mad about? Oh, the Ghostbusters remake. Need I say any more? <laughs> no, fuck that. It was a good movie. It was, it was fine. Silly. It was silly as fuck. And yes, there were some stupid. There was some stupid shit with the movie, but none of it. None of the bad things with that movie had anything to do with the gender of the fucking characters. And the interesting thing is, like everybody's like, "Oh, it's a it's a complete remake of the original." Like, no, their names no, weren't like Peter Vinkman and you know Egon Spen uh, Spengler or whatever the fuck his name was. They mm -hmm. weren't the same characters. It it was a more comedic than the original. The the original is funny as shit, but it's more yeah. based in like reality. This one was meant to be off the wall kind of funny kind of thing. And it, it was, was a, it was funny as shit. It really was. It was a lot I better mean, there, than the second one. Fuck. There were <laughs> there were there were a lot of jokes. Ghostbusters. This Ghostbusters movie really had problems. It had a lot of serious problems, but. The, it doesn't fun. change the fact that there were a lot of things that were really funny as fuck. Leslie Jones, I, one of the best parts of that movie. And Leslie Jones was... It, no, it, there were a lot of great things about it. She's like, I'm going to go home now. I'm going to go home? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking ghost on her shoulder. Uh, anyway, uh, and let's not forget that Leslie Jones was the target of a coordinated um, Twitter attack by that asshole Pepe posters like Milo Yiannopoulos. So yeah no fuck that guy oh and the final but one she, that i have here oh fuck she handled the way she handled that oh my god that was a, that was legendary yeah and the last one that i have here the one that blew a lot of geeks minds and they had big problems with it but jk rowling was like what the fuck are you talking about i never said she was white in the British stage play, the gnashing of teeth that could be heard over all the way over here in the USA as they announced that Hermione Granger in The Cursed Child was being replaced with a person of color. Yeah. I People's racism showed showed really fast on that one. <laughs> oh, re really, really fast. 
because I don't I don't care what color a fictitious character is. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> matter to me. I don't care what gender a fictitious character is. Like if you were to somehow gender swap and you know, sex swap, I'm not not sex swap, you know, like uh if you were to make one of my favorite cartoons of all time, Robotech, if you were to make Rick Hunter all of a sudden a female and she was going after Lisa Hayes, I would not have a problem with it. If you made them both guys oh. and they have a, have a love account with each other, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Get rid of your fucking hangups, whatever they may be. Yeah. Because these are fictitious characters. And gender and skin color don't matter. Yeah. It's like the only time, the only time, the only time a fictitious character, the only time that gender matters, if it's a fucking porn <laughs> and that, and their genitals actually matter to the plot. I don't know. Orgasmo could be a lady. I think you could replace orgasmo with a lady. <laughs> it could. Yeah. But that wasn't technically a porn. I'm going to make you come. <laughs> so keep in mind. It's fine. Orgasmo had a body double, so he stunt had a, cock. a stunt cock. Stunt cock! <laughs> hey, how's it going? Get in there, fuck boy. Oh, do you guys, do yourselves a favor and go watch Orgasmo if you've never seen yes. it before. God damn it, that's a funny show. Uh, so keep in mind yeah. that this is just a small smattering of people that we could bring up to talk yeah. about. That have left their impact on geek, geek culture for the better and to make it a more mm -hmm. inclusive place for everyone. And that's why we don't get the hate that people have. Uh, some folks just feel the need to gatekeep their fandom so fucking they hard do. that nothing satisfies except for their own headcanon. So mm -hmm. I, I just don't get it. And uh, we would get into some reviews here. Let's fire them off real quick. Like two or three okay. words. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Go fucking watch it. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming is a fucking great movie. Absolutely. This, this is one of, the Spider-Man. One, one of Marvel's best. Yeah. Absolutely. And Michael Keaton is a villain. He's oh, God. Magnificent. Because he's, yes. he's a human being. He's not a, he's not a god. He's not an overarching no, kind of... He, Michael, Michael Keaton really does give uh, Vincent D'Onofrio a run for his money on the one of the most intimidating villains. He had a gun in the car point oh, <laughs> oh, just that fuck. small little bit that small little but bit of him doing that i'm I, like fuck this guy's no, ready to I, kill a high school student <laughs> I, I i don't i don't frequently use like the edge of my edge of your seat type cliches but when when that scene was playing out in the screening i was like fucking clinging to the armrest <laughs> leaning forward you guys will know going, as you as you watch oh, it okay so because that whole thing was a surprise to me that whole scene like yeah. i was like oh fuck i didn't see that coming that's the first time in a movie like in years that i've been pleasantly yeah. shocked i was like oh yeah. <laughs> yeah no that was that was that was great it was okay. a, that was a great moment uh let's see quick little reviews here how about uh opinions on dunkirk um dunkirk <laughs> Oh, okay, well, a, let's put it this way. We'll give it a, a we'll give it a, a short review. Opinion. Give it a short review, and we'll direct them to your other videos. To right, right. So, so Dun Dunkirk has a lot of a lot of things going for it, but I I really didn't. I really don't like the 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 decisions that Christopher Nolan made, uh, primarily in everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> First, if you're going to make a historical film, don't populate your film with nothing but fictitious characters. No, no, because, he did not. <laughs> yes, he did. He did. He did. And many of his characters didn't even actually have names. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. 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 You have so, failed. You have failed as a movie maker. <laughs> Fuck, fuck you, Christopher Nolan. You don't know how to actually make movies. Wow. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I mean, he's gotten lucky on a couple of things, but a lot of other ones have just been garbage. 
Uh, no. Okay, Kyle. What about um? What about Valerian? <laughs> <laughs> Valerian, I fucking love. And what from what everybody's telling me is that if you liked Fifth Element, you'll love Valerian. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's uh, Luke, Luke Besson is very, very self-aware of Fifth Element in this movie, and there are. <laughs> There are there are some very good callbacks and references to the fifth element. Now, let's keep in mind for the people listening out there that fifth element mm-hmm. is a side story uh, basically that came out of the Valerian universe that, to be. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a like part of Valerian, like the original it, comic series, it but was, it borrowed it, heavily from it borrowed heavily. It was very influenced by. And uh, the the Valerian is a a comic book, a French comic book, went that on for has fifty been years, for, yeah, for a long time. We're talking pre Star Wars mm-hmm. guys, and so right. So anybody that tells you, oh, well, they're just like when they're watching this movie, oh, they stole this from that movie, or they stole this from that, like, yeah. no, they invented it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the, these are characters and stories and elements that have been around for a very very long time. Uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets is a very comic book movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it but it's specifically a very French comic book movie, which I'm but, a fan of. <laughs> right. L- Luc Besson has a way of making films. He makes he makes French films for the American English speaking audience. Yeah, go uh... but just the only thing he modifies is the language mm-hmm. they speak. Otherwise, go, they are French film. Just go watch La Femme Nikita again. And, yeah. Or or not not the TV series, people. The movie. The movie that came out first. Yeah. And then go out and... Um, what the hell? Oh, my Siri popped up for some <laughs> fucking weird reason. Uh, and then go out and watch Leon the Professional again. And tell me that Luke Besson does not know how to make a fucking you know <laughs> he absolutely does know how to make a movie um and and valeria valerian in the city of a thousand planets is it is an amazing science fiction film All right, it Kyle. is an amazing science fiction film in the sense that it it pulls you out of your current reality into a very immersive in, in a very immersive universe so if you're if you're listening to this on podcast, I'm gonna have a link to Kyle's channel uh, yeah. included. Uh, all of his reviews are going to be posted on UtahOutcast.com whenever he does his uh, his new series of videos that he's making, where he's recording reviews while he's <laughs> sitting in his car driving home. Yeah, that's always fun. Yeah, I, I I go see the movie and then I talk to myself on the way home and record it now. Yeah, and so <laughs> I'll have a link to it there. If you're listening on YouTube, I'll try to put one down in the the box below everybody what we're talking about here so anyway uh that's it for the geekery for this month we i can't wait to do it again i actually we should make this its own standalone show don't know how the fuck i'm gonna make that happen but i think people would pay for it (laughs) we all have time for stuff come on yeah we have all the time in the world world when we record this show and it takes us four hours to get a a series of stuff done we don't care where you catch the show whether it be itunes overcast iHeartRadio, stitcher spreaker or hell even youtube if you enjoy the show even the slightest amount all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe like or share us with your friends without word of mouth we'd have never become the show that we are today all right we have jim garlow who's a speaker over at the the family leader summit and that's we're talking like groups like the uh yeah, that United, already sounds that already sounds shitty. United in Purpose, the Billy Graham Ministries, and all of these other wonderful Christian corporations, which I don't understand how it's uh, a thing. Anyway, uh, Jim Garlow is going to talk about men and men and women, and just you're going to get your lesson in Hebrew, and it's going to be funny. So hang on. No, we have we have male, and we we have male, and we have female. We have Adam, we have Eve. Now we have. Two entities, the halves of humanity. The word that's used in the Hebrew is ish and isha. Man, woman. Ish, isha. There's one. Now walk walk with me here. We're going to go kind of deep in the weeds for a moment. Ugh. <laughs> ish. Look, go, in, ish. 
going deep in the weeds when you're trying to talk about gay people is probably not the best phrasing. The whole really, fi- the whole fist is that? that that's what the whole thinking. fist. We're going deep in the weeds, loosen your jaws. TMJ people, you're going to suffer. There's one letter in Ish, a Hebrew letter, that is not in Isha. That letter is Y or Yod. There's one <laughs> letter in Isha that's not in Ish. That letter, we would call it H or A. Yod, hey. That's Y and H. I who uh, <laughs> please tell me you're gonna tell me how that matters oh he ties it together believe me but he's also fucking up because it's not even right so yod no of hey. course he's not yod hey you put male and female together is and isha you have yod hey that's the name for god eh, no wrong it's not wrong <laughs> not even close his name's not yod hey <laughs> If you even does this guy even know what the tetragrammaton is? He does No, I mean, he doesn't. It's, no, he doesn't. And of course he doesn't even realize the fact that, that that his person, his God, was never even named in his fucking book. It's like the, the, the Mormons thinking that God's name is Elohim. It's like No You guys realize that's the, the pluralization of the word like being, like godly being kind of thing, right? Yeah. That, that's yeah, the no, pantheon, no, they don't. you know? <laughs> they, they don't. They don't realize that at all. They don't care. Mm. It's a name. Y-H. No, you're missing the W-H at the end there. That's Y-H-W-H. No. Yahweh. That's what it's supposed to be. Right, but even that even that was was not... That's just... Oh, I know. Fuck, I know. That was so I know. wrong. God damn it. <laughs> and he still goes on. That's the foundation name. That appears six thousand eight hundred times in the Hebrew text. Yod Hey Vav Hey. It's it's the name Yahweh. It's now we have God. You don't when you have two men, you don't have that. No, but you no. have a damn good time. No. Let me tell you. No. <laughs> you're you're cracking, Kyle. You're cracking. Calm down. <laughs> um, no, uh, this is uh, just so the wrong. fuck. When you have uh, two women, you don't, don't have that. It's when male and female come together, the complementary halves of humanity come together, they now formulate the full image of God. In what way are they made in the image of God? So God looks like the human centipede? Uh, wait. Well, hang on. He either looks wait, like that's my kinks. Or, <laughs> no, no. God looks like reversed cowgirl. That's, that's, that's God, it. God looks like the London Bridge. That's what he looks like. <laughs> what did God do? Among things, he created. Now they start creating. They procreate. They're walking in the image of God. That's no. the book of Genesis. When the no. Bible starts with the marriage of a male and a female, and it no. ends with the wedding in Revelation of a bride no. and a groom. Time done. <laughs> no. So no, completely no, no, wrong. Not even close. <laughs> his, what the fuck? With his what own, fucking book are you read? With his own religious book, he's just so wrong with everything. <laughs> it begins with a wedding. It's like, no. No, it doesn't. They didn't no, get married. It, no, no, no. It ends with a wedding. It yeah. begins with a good fucking in a garden. Did but they no, fuck, no, I mean, it actually doesn't. No, it, no, they didn't actually. Because they didn't even know what they had. I mean, no, no, that 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 started after. Which I find hilarious that if Adam was fucking a clone that was made from his rib, he would be fucking another guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we know how DNA works, people. <laughs> we do. Yes. Um, for, permit me to go chase it all the way to Revelation, and we follow through in the same thing. But the bottom line is this: if I were Satan. If I were Satan, I would want to destroy on the earth the image of God. This is why marriage is such a hotbed issue. It's more than just the issue of homosexuality. It's much more than that. It's much more cosmic. It's big. It's enormous. They want to destroy the very image of God upon the planet. That's enough of that. (laughs) What the fuck? It went from I mean, ew, is... it went from ew gay people to 
you're destroying the cosmic entity of marriage because that's God's representation on Earth? What the... Holy okay. shit, people. Well, I mean, first... The beast with two backs is not how well, I want to picture God. Well, I mean, no, no. First, your, your Adam and Eve were never married. There was no marriage. No marriage between those two. Ever. Wow. Period. <laughs> no, there was nothing written in the books that I've ever read about that kind nope. of thing. Nope. There was no marriage ceremony performed between those two. There were ever. no there were no herbivore like dinosaurs walking alongside casting up bouquets and shit. Yeah, there was mm -hmm. none of that. <laughs> yeah. So your 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 whole your whole theory, your whole story is I mean, tossed out right there. But the yeah. fact that you're completely fucking wrong about the world language and everything and <laughs> everything. you could not be more wrong if you tried <laughs> and i'm pretty sure you tried to be wrong about every single point you made there and yet this guy probably has a net worth of a million dollars or more and he probably probably yeah, I, i'm hey, much happy being give poor us money. and right <laughs> give us money give us money give us money and you won't go to hell. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Look at your M closely. There's a gap right here in the letter M. It's never connected. So you go into Hebrew. The letter Vav is also the number six. Short top, long tail. Short top, long tail. You could have here in Hebrew 666 on the can. But my interest is the word monster. What do you see in the O? There's a cross. Okay. What has Christ got to do with an energy drink, let alone the name Monster? So I thought, well, maybe this is a Christian company then. BFC at the bottom of the can. Do you know what that stands for? That's the F word. Big can. In fact, they write it on the side of the can, so I know that's the F word. Okay. Now, do you know what a MILF is? Yes. That's on the box. I'm one of those weird in-between generations. The one that comes after Gen X, but before Millennial, if only by like a year or two. I guess it has something to do with the fact that we in this generation were born around the time before high technology like took over pretty much everything around us and we're still quite analog but we saw the changes coming in and some of us didn't grow up with the original star wars or even empire strikes back uh but we did get return of the jedi as our first introduction to the series our parents dragged us as wee babies to movies that were way ahead of our time shit i still have deeply ingrained memories of seeing dune in the theaters when i was uh, a little kid when it came out and my dad making me watch ghostbusters and forever being scared of that fucking ghosts at the beginning of the library. It's hard to say when our culture was established, but it was probably sometime during the start of the Atari era or the Commodore 64 becoming a household computer, only to be followed up with tons of other Windows desktops and laptops at that time were so prohibitively expensive and ridiculously heavy. Anyway, um, uh, to the point uh, coming up is that I have to say that I have the largest hate boner for the baby boomer generation. These greedy asses, and if you're hearing this and you're a baby boomer, I don't need your hashtag not all boomers, as you should be happy that you're not in this generalization that I'm bringing up. The boomer generation has significantly and single-handedly fucked this economy back to the classist I have mine, fuck you style of disparity that, you know, at one time led to guillotines and armed insurrection in previous generations. Yours was the generation where you gave a big middle finger to caring about anyone but yourselves. Look at your own children who grew up in your hate-filled houses about how things are different than you are. 
I know many that are in the Gen X world that tried to live up to your ideals only to find true happiness with telling you and your authoritarian lives to go fuck themselves. I mean, look at some of the amazing things that had happened to people giving you the middle finger. We've got legalized gay marriage that might not have started in Utah, but it ended there as the old shits that run our legislature decided to take people wanting to love one another to the Supreme Court. We, uh, we've had the rights for trans people to exist to come out in the open, and while we're nowhere near where I'd like to see us be as a nation, it finally seems that we're on the right track, and I have to thank your generation dying out for us to be approaching a better nation. Trump, who we'd really like to talk about all the fucking time here because he's the goddamned avatar for the avarice and fragility that is represented by those of his generation, he's the linchpin. Once Mueller finishes his investigation and Congress goes decidedly left in 2018, the pendulum will finish its final tick to the right before someone places their hand on it and moves it all the way back the other way for a really long time. The G GOP will be a tainted organization for a long goddamn time with this election. And with the way that I'm talking, it probably sounds like the master plan of your boomer generation is some sort of 5D triple go shogi chess where the rules seem so complex. But that's just another uh, hint of your generation's final feint where you claim it to be what you planned all along, even though the exact opposite was true. The baby boomer generation and the millennials both act on emotion. That much is true. However, the biggest difference being that the peace and love that the baby boomers wanted got raped into vapid consumerism and morphed the entire generation into this perfect representation of Ayn Rand greed bots. Um, the world exists only for them. People exist only to serve them. Hell, go to a restaurant with my dad and you'll see exactly what I mean. Everything is wrong and he'll, make, he'll be an asshole. I mean, the, the, the baby boomer generation is an asshole generation, I believe. However, I am so thankful that the generation after yours, while not perfect, have finally started seeing that it's not only the self that needs to be preserved, but that a little empathy goes a long way. I mean, hell, I'm a prime example of this. With the Trump administration, I could probably go bury my head in the sand and not have anything really affect me that much. I'm white. I'm cisgendered. I'm pretty hetero, and things won't bother me much if I didn't let them. I could turn off the news today and probably keep at my job for the next 20 years of life until I retire. I'm not that person. I honestly give a shit that other people don't share the same level, level of privilege that I do. They don't have the ability to pass through life on easy mode, and fuck, I can't believe I'm bringing this up, but by me saying easy, that's not saying that things are always going to work out for me. Of course not. However, I don't face the same complications in life that people of color have to put up with, and I'll never know what it's like to be a woman, gay, trans, or anything else that changes which tea I get to hit my ball off of. I will strive to use this platform. To help raise up those whose voice is muted, and I will fight against all of the bullshit red tape that I just tap dance past. The boomers might like to think that they are one of the best generations, but after working with so many of them from their timelines, I've never met a more entitled generation of people that feel like everything that they get, they're owed. Where their college was cheap, their housing was decently priced, and cars were dirt cheap compared to what we're paying to here in the uh, 2010s. Uh, I curse the day that they started putting politicians in that turned this country from accepting to afraid. I rue the day that they are allowed greed to rule and be admired, and I'll fucking dance when they're too old to be a threat to us any longer. And the generations post their self-destructive wank fest of irresponsible denial of science and reality will finally start moving things more towards the Star Trek rather than Mad Max. I have high hope for the future, but we won't have one as long as this generation stays in power. All I ask is that if you get involved with politics, at least care for your fellow man and vote for a younger candidate than the old white dudes have made it in every single time, and have made it a nation who works for them, 
rather than working for us as our representatives. All right, well, that does it for this episode. If you haven't already, go subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the shows that we put out each week. But before I go, I have to give the biggest thanks to all the amazing patrons who support us each month. And so in no particular order except for the last two, we have Jeff Peterson, Rosabelle Howden, Darcy Bowman, Mike Bowman, Jeff Linville, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Adam Hatch, Marissa Alexa McCool and her fabulous snarky publishy stuff, and Michael Stevens. But also we have our most giving of fans, Stephen Andrus and Angelica Pearson. All of your guys' support really does wonders for us putting the show together. It's going to enable the the con attendance that we're planning on doing in 2018. So if you have one that you want us to go to and you want to meet us there, go ahead and let us know. Um, we honestly can't thank you guys enough for your generosity. Uh, if you don't have the means to share money with the show, please just get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you've got all the details already. But uh, if you'd like to leave us a five-star review on whatever service you catch us on, that'd be awesome too. Uh, anyway, with that, it's time to bring episode 112 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. Times have changed, and we've often rewound the clock since the Puritans got the shock when they landed on Plymouth Rock. If today any shock they should try to stem, instead of landing on Plymouth Rock, Plymouth Rock would land on them. In olden days, a glimpse of stocking was a look of something shocking. But now God knows anything goes. Good offers to who once knew better words, now only used for letter words, writing prose. Anything goes. If driving fast cars you like, if low bars you like, if old hymns like, if fair limbs you like, if may West you like, or me unrest you like, why nobody will oppose. When every night the set that's smart is intruding at new parties in studio, anything goes. When Mrs. Ned McLean, God bless her, can get Russian red to yes sir, then I suppose. Anything goes When Rockefeller still can hoard enough money To let Max Gordon produce his show Anything goes The world has gone mad today And good bad today And black's white today And day's night today And that gent today You gave a cent today Once had several chateaus when folks who still can ride in jitneys find out Vanderbilt's and Whitney's lack may be close. Anything goes. When Sam Goldwyn can with great conviction instruct Anna Stan in diction, then Anna shows. Anything goes. When you hear that lady mental standing up now does a handspring landing up on her toe anything goes just think of those shots you got and those knocks you got and those blues you got from those news you got and those pains you got in any pain you got from those little radios so mrs r with all her trim and can broadcast the bed from Simmons cause Frank will know anything goes. Look, Wikipedia is a great reference. It's a great reference point. It, yeah. I mean, especially when, wrong with when things have footnotes. Usually citations are good. Well, they are. And I mean, the fact some, that there is a... Some can there's, be a, there's, a commun- there's a community of people that actually go over these things. Mm-hmm. They're weirdos, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> Wikipedia. Oh yeah, are fucking weird. <laughs> what do you do for a living? Oh, I don't do it for a living, but my ho- my my love in life is editing <laughs> Wikipedia. Yeah, my hobby is editing Wikipedia. I I check I check references. That's that's <laughs> what I do. It's dumb. I mean, I guess I can't bitch at people for that because we got a weird as shit hobby. What are you guys doing on Friday night? Oh, we're talking to each other over the internet with expensive gear and. <laughs> having drinks and (laughs) someone uh commented on youtube which i'm glad so many people are doing more stuff there but somebody commented on youtube they're like 
ah, drinking wine and watching Jim Baker. And I'm like, yep, that's our every Saturday night. <laughs> I think they were making a comment about Felicia sitting there gulping wine. She's like, fucking Jim Baker. <laughs> well, if yeah, I, I had any, if I had any wine, I'd be going for that. But no, yeah, I'm just, no, I'm no, just, no tankard of going, wine for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just going for the Newcastle. In my nice mug with a, a drowning Mexican immigrant on it. Oh, is that what that guy's doing? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't yeah. tell what that was. It's, it's actually it's actually a nice little mug. He has a hole in the top of his head for a straw. All around the world, poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen, World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future. And even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org chosen. Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting truegreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True Green. Green today. 